Guys, I want to open up my leftovers at the beginning instead of at the end. You that hungry? Pretty much. Yeah, I've only eaten once today. It was good, though. Baja's tacos. It was good. But anyway, Slam Ball is making a comeback. I you guys saw see it. That? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, nice. Holy blown Achilles. <laughs> it should just be an Olympic sport already. What are we waiting for? I don't know. We'll see. It's that. way better than badminton. Be fun. Sounds like something I would play. <laughs> you should play. You'll have one good game, and that's it. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast with your tippers, Matt. Dispatch. So these are just our tips. So take them easy, take them hard. It's up to you. Right, the tagless Haynes. Most <laughs> bizarre Haynes brief I've that, that there's ever been. And Matt, I or. Yeah, I hear you, and I definitely would take the shot on it because you'd be dumb not to. Coming to you from the heart of New England, get ready to take some tips. Welcome in, takers, to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast. Us tippers are very excited to be with you. We are going to get into our QB leftovers, QB battle. We're going to get into some training camp news, preseason Hard knock. No, nah, never mind. There's nothing to talk about with hard knocks. You've probably all seen that. So, um, pretty excited, though, guys. 23 days until NFL kickoff. We just had Woo! our League of Extraordinary Men draft this weekend. So, it was great to see you guys in person. That was a lot of fun. I had the best draft. Not according to the Yahoo grades, but <laughs> yeah, not even close <laughs> in my projections. But, IR Regan, how you doing? Uh, great, and I think my team was the best. Just saying. It literally is. I I went so crazy compared to what I normally do. It was I mm-hmm. honestly enjoyed myself. A little bit too much. Hey. <laughs> I got a little bored and uh, uh, did. <laughs> drunk at the end. <laughs> Not at the table, Carlos. Ryan the Tagless Haynes with us. Ryan, how tight is your waistband after this weekend? Oof. So tight, dude. So tight. We had like what? We had uh two what are those like two foot long sandwiches going. We had all kinds of good those stuff. Are four you had your famous your, is that what it was? I don't know. They're huge. They're four they're four footers. <laughs> Dang. Uh, 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 to uh, Andy for hosting, right? Oh yeah. Absolutely. You had your famous bacon uh your BLT pasta. Mm, BLT pasta salad. It is famous. World famous, real renowned. Uh, but enough about that. Guys, we have a taker sending out the signal for us. A big tip in the sky. Uh, Pinto, he has a fantasy question. <laughs> <laughs> Magnified by 10 times. That's it. So you can see it across the league. It's good enough. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Pinto has a keeper question for us. Ryan, what do we got? Or Regan, rather. What do we have? Yeah, yeah. So a little mailbag from uh, via the text message. Um, so he's got a fancy question for us. It's more of a, a keeper question. He's got a 10-person uh, 10 PPR league. He's the ninth pick overall. He has necessarily three keepers that you can keep. So CMC in the first, Debo in the fifth, or Pittman in the eighth. Now, this league uh, – if uh, changes over every five years, so you only can keep a guy for five years. It's already been – some like two years in this league. So 
he's got this year and then two years afterwards. So at the end of it, Pittman, he's at eight. So eventually it would be like a, a second overall pick and at the end of it. So not too shabby. I don't see him ever being a second round pick, but you never know. So really what he's looking for is what's the best value and what do you guys think he should do? So I told him the first thing I told him was uh, just pay attention because this is a 10 person league. So all the ADPs that he's looking at is not as accurate as you think mm -hmm. it is because those are all based on 12 team uh, leagues. So it's a little skewed when you when you're looking at that. So you're actually getting them a little bit earlier than you think. So just to throw it out there, CMC, he is the he's averaging like the 103 and he would be getting them at the 109. Debo averaging about the 207. Uh, these are all for the I actually did the math for the 10 team leagues and he's getting them at the four, 509. And then Pittman he's getting uh, at the 802, but his average is the 409. So that's definitely the biggest gap. Um, Debo's pretty enticing. And then CMC, I I told him, I was like, originally, I was like, you got to lean CMC just because you get him in the first round. That's where he's going anyways. Um, but I'll, if you got to think about it, there's he's going to be getting, you know, I'm trying to think, Joe Mixon. Like, if he's throwing CMC back into it, um, there's going to be plenty of keepers there in general uh, in that, that first was, round. That was my question to you, Reeks, is uh, what are what are his league mates doing? Because I think that's the biggest question here. So if you if league mates are kind of trending in the same direction where they're looking at like biggest gap and those are the players that they're taking, yep. then there's probably going to be a lot of running backs still available in the first round. And at that point, I think it's probably Pittman. Um so he's just got to kind of be aware of like what everybody else is, is doing as well, who they're keeping, because now if everybody's keeping running backs, then it probably, it might make sense to keep CMC at one Oh nine, because who's going to be there at one Oh nine. Is it going to be Fournette? Is it going to be Connor? Is that a great first round pick? I, I don't know. Uh, so just being aware of what your league mates are, who they're keeping and, and kind of using that to help your strategy. I think that's a really good uh, way to go about it. Yeah, and to answer that, so I don't know if uh, he knows exactly what they're going to keep, but what he mm -hmm. can do is look at the past season, see if he can uh, tell who they were keeping last year, the year before, what was kind of their tendencies uh, would really help out. So I, I think in general, though, in that first round, if you're not keeping CMC, you're still going to get a, a very good player at that 109. It's only nine players. You're going to get somebody good. So in – with the uh, you know the worrisomeness uh, of CMC and the injury risk and whatever, I'm kind of more inclined to pass on him at the 109. Get somebody else that a better value, well, not a better value, but that you're a little bit more confident in and lasting a whole season. Um, they, they, the word is at Patriots camp that CMC did look very good though. So that was Dietrich, <laughs> Dietrich Wise got uh, um, threw that out there, that little tidbit. So Mac, let me throw it to you. So CMC. In the first, Debo in the fifth, Pittman in the eighth. Uh, do you lean anywhere right away? Yeah. Uh, well, first off, anybody looks good. I would look good against the Patriots defense right now. Wow. Um, Not true. <laughs> but I would I would pass on CMC because you can keep Debo for a couple more years. I would take him in the fifth because, yeah, as we don't realize it because of cup overshadowing Debo's points scoring. He scored 300 total points last year. He's locked up mm -hmm. with his contract in San Fran. We don't know who the quarterback will be next year for Pittman. 
True. If they're going to go rookie and then CMC, like you said, injury waiting to happen. He could very well drop to him at the end. You got to know your league. Say three of the guys are keeping their first round pick. He could very well get McCaffrey back at nine and keep Debo. It could happen. I've seen crazy no. stuff happen, Ryan. No, he's right, and you, maybe he might not get CMC, but he might get a guy like Najee Harris or whatever. Dalvin Cook or Dalvin Cook. somebody. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not bad at 109 when you're already stacking him with Debo in the fifth when he's going in the second in a 10-team league. So it's really based on what he's thinking. If he, he thinks he can win now or in the next two years, get Debo. But if he wants to do the long-term, Pittman's not the worst pick. Um, I just, I just don't like Debo. He, he scares me. Um, I think last year was kind of a fluke on that 300 points. I think that's a lot. He's got a new quarterback. He has the obviously an injury risk from past. Yet last year, yes, I totally agree. He <laughs> killed it all season throughout, which was amazing. Def- definitely a star player, and you're still getting mm-hmm. him at a great value. So I think, I think uh, we're on agreement that it's not CMC. So I guess how you'd have to look at it, too, is like the, those pairings that you're talking about, Reek. So would you rather have, say, like a McCaffrey and like a Juju in the eighth or a McCaffrey and what, a Sutton in the fifth or Dalvin Debo, Dalvin and Michael Pittman or Joe Mixon, Michael Pittman, Joe Mixon, Debo? Like those are the pairings you have to look at. Correct. It's a good way, good way to put it. I don't want to give up my turn advantage either. I want to get those players. At that turn, I'd rather not lock myself in there because you never know who's going to drop to you there. The last thing I want to say about Debo is that that fifth round is kind of a sweet area for wide receivers. Very much so, Uh, but not Debo capabilities. True. So are we leaning Debo? I am. That's what I would do. Yeah, it's for me, it's either Debo or Pittman. But yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, Debo or Pittman for me. All right, simple enough. Hopefully that answers uh, Jared's question. Gone. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> Good luck, Pinto. Yeah, I will surely get a text message reaming me out when he, <laughs> the mm. guy doesn't do well that he picks. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> It'll be our fault. Um, but if you guys want to reach out and blame us, slide in our DMs, just a tip, FFP, or if you have Regan's number, feel free to text him 24-7. I've, this is like the sixth question I've answered so far this year. The other ones just weren't, you know... Mm. Episode quality. <laughs> I love it. I'm getting uh, draft boards sent to me. A lot of people doing their drafts. We got one every weekend, it seems. So it's pretty great. I know. I uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, feel free. Just a tip. FFP, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that. And listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon podcasts. Rate and review where you can. And watch us. Just a tip. A fancy football podcast really should be in these next couple of weeks with our battle episodes. Next episode, we got a civil war battle of superhero Titans over here. Regan and Ryan, the tagless Haynes going after it. Tip, tip attack. So we're not talking muskets and stuff. All right, good. No, not that bad. That's a violent bloody nah. Uh, Captain America, civil war is what I'm thinking. Anyway, right now, Let's get into Haynes' briefs. Sweet sassy molassy. I keep All right, forgetting boys. to adjust the volume to that. I'm sorry for your ears. You don't like having Ray Romano yell at you? <laughs> mm. 
from Wakes the video or audio you're listening to. Sure does. I love it. Uh, all right. So I want to go in a different direction today with the Haynes brief. Uh, we had a lot of preseason news. And I think the only way we can kind of approach this is like, is this hype or is this real? Like, is it something that we're going to see throughout the season or is this something that's like totally off the, off the ball and people are kind of just overreacting to it? So I'm going to do a scale of one to 10, one being the most realistic outcome, 10 being the, the most closest towards this is total hype. First one, Patriots defensive front, quote unquote, dominating Panthers <laughs> per Evan Lazar. Patriots defense reeks is getting better and better by the day. Is Belichick's on to something here, right? Is this real or is this is this hype? So I'm, I'm going to call this a four, and I definitely think they're getting better, but I think it has to because I feel like they're leaning away from the offense and they're going to put all their weight into their defense. Um, there was a couple of fights at practice today, and it was all with the offense. Seems like the offense was kind of getting a little uh, bothersome. So I think that I think it's true. I think the defense, I think Bill's taking time into the defense and changing this up. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm guessing Mac has other uh, expectations. No, it's an absolute 10. Get out of here with that junk. <laughs> yeah, I guess the fight started because Mac Jones went up and said, grab these nuts or something. And Kendrick awesome. Warren threw the first punch. So, yeah, I'll retweet the tweet I read about that. That's awesome. Yeah, like it is. It. Oh, it's great. Welcome to New England. That's, I will say, you, listen, year after year, we get rid of cornerbacks. We get rid of guy, key corners, uh, key pieces to that secondary, and we continue to have a pretty good secondary, pretty good defense. Old, so. old and slow. Molasses. Uh, run stop, though. <laughs> All right, next one here, Mac. Uh, I'm going to kick this to you. Damian Ooh. Pierce goes for five mm. carries, 49 yards in the preseason opener against the Saints. That dude, one of those runs, what was it, a 15-yarder, made a few mm -hmm. cuts, cut it back inside, totally exploded. Narrative right now is Pierce takes over the starting job as early as week one. Is, what's the scale here, real or high? Uh, it's real. It's real. I'll put it at a two right now. I Ooh. They do have an early bye week. I think it's week six. They do love their vets. They do love Burkhead. Uh, and Marlon Mack, they want to give him a chance. So I'm going to say wait at least four weeks to see what shakes out with him. But you're right. His cutback lanes, his vision on the field is great for a rookie. So I'm excited. I'll talk more about him later. You know, somebody in the offseason was talking about how high they were on Damian Pierce. Mm, somebody was. Yeah. I don't know if you were going to ask Ryan, but I was going to give it about a two or three as well. And that's based on exactly what Max said. I think you got to wait a little bit. I don't think he's going to be the number one week one. That's all mm. it is. I think eventually around full week four or whatever, he is going to be the number one easy. All right. I like it. And that's, is that because you picked them, Reeks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Snipes me. All right. I did. Here's Sorry, buddy. Here is an exciting one. So, so Kenny Pickett. Who has not looked great in camp per report. This is exciting. <laughs> Kenny Pickett gets on the field. He goes 13 for 15. He throws for 95 yards and two touchdowns. Reeks, Pickett overtakes Trubisky as QB1 in the Steelers this year. Is this real or is this hype? Yeah, this is, this is about a four. Uh, I definitely agree with that, but it's kind of like, do they want to throw him into the fire this year or do they want to just throw Trubisky down the, in the gutters and let him just try to fight his way through the season? Um, he did get first uh, first team reps with the offense 
uh, in the two minute drill for the first time. So they are giving them a little bit extra work, especially with the uh, the ones. So that, that is pretty interesting. So I give it a, I give it a four, but I'm just not sure if they want to do it to him. Mech, what about Mason Rudolph? Is he in the mix? He did get first team reps as well uh, the past couple weeks. So Tomlin wants to make sure he keeps his streak going of having at least a 500 record. He's going to put the best QB that he can out there. They get a wait on the rookie. Go with a vet. I have I have a similar uh, feeling, but can he oh. pick it look good, man? Dude was throwing some he darts. Did. He, he did. So I'll, darts. I'll give it a five. Like I can't decide. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay in Pittsburgh here, Mac. And I'm coming right back to you. George oh, Pickens, no. three receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, yes. It was yes. from Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. George Pickens is the number two receiving option on the Steelers this season. Week one on. Is this real or is this hype? Absolute real. One, I'm going on a 10 scale. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking 10. My bad. Pickens, I wanted him. We talked about that in our rookie drafts, in our dynasty episodes. I wanted to get him. Should have taken him earlier. Get him in your draft. As soon as you hit that 10th round, grab him because everybody's going to be buying into the hype. Quote, unquote. Reeks, are you yeah, picking no. Pickens? <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to get him because he's probably going to go earlier because so many people listen to this podcast. But uh, yeah, I give it a one. (laughs) And uh, what uh, Chase Claypool was right, he is the number three. But he what he meant was it was actually just on his, so Mm. not the whole NFL. So he figured it out. Absolutely, (laughs) it was it was a win. It was like yeah, win win, right? Yeah, Uh, he's right. We're right. (laughs) Antonio, this is the last one, boys. And Riggs, I'm, I'm coming at you for this one to start the, the convo. Antonio Gibson, four carries for two yards and a fumble, plays deep or plays into the second quarter, which is not the best sign in the first preseason game. Ryan Robinson comes in, six carries, 26 yards, and a touchdown. Fantasy community is real concerned about Antonio Gibson, especially after what was said during the offseason and now seeing what he did in week one of preseason. Real or hype? Are you concerned uh, about Antonio Gibson? I'm, I'm going to say five just because this one's tough. I think they kept him in there later on to kind of like get his head right and go against some uh, weaker opponents. So, you know, he can feel better, a little bit better about himself. But, yeah, that fumble killed him. He's going to be in the doghouse beginning of the season. And uh, it's, I think it's definitely going to be a slip backfield this year, whether it's 50-50 or a little bit more. We'll, we'll find out. Mac Gibson has a history. He has a fumble history. And is mm-hmm. is he going to find himself in the doghouse a lot this year? Because now they have options. They do. It's going to be a committee. And this will be the first time in his career. He's not top 12 running back, unfortunately. Uh, I'm still going to buy the dip on him, though, later this season in Dynasty for sure. Okay. I, I, think, I'm down. I think Ron Rivera is going to get fired after this year. So hopefully a new coach can get the talent out of him more consistently. I believe Gibson's contract is up, if not this year, the end of next year. Um, this is his third two, year. So. so, yeah. Yep. All right. So I'm keep an eye on. All oh, right. One uh, thing that I do want to know from uh, from either of you, I guess I'll start with Mac. Do you have any other standouts, any other performances from week one of preseason, good or bad? Uh, good or bad, 
Skylar Thompson of Miami Dolphins, the quarterback, he looks pretty good, man. Oh God. <laughs> so exactly what Mac just say, and my answer is going to be it's too early, and I'm not going to get him hopes on anyone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I will. I will say this: Traylon Burks did not record a catch. I don't even think he had a target in that game. But no. if you watch the film, he was getting open. He was running some big sprouts. That is overreaction uh station so i'm still high on trail line brooks for this year you just get his cardio in no big deal <laughs> all right boys i'm gonna end it there that was a good segment and, uh, let's move on to the hurt locker i like it sorry i didn't mention the scales as much just giving my opinion See, hurt locker listen. yeah i know regan listens Regan, did we lose anybody over the first week of preseason? Well, uh, well, you know what? I got some good good stuff in here, bad news. It's it's a little bit of a mixed bag, so I'm just going to read a bunch of them off, and you guys can let me know how you feel at the end, uh, see if any of them really know to you. Uh, the Zach Wilson one, everyone got nervous in the uh, first preseason game. He did have orthopedic orthopedic. Orthoscopic knee surgery. Sorry, I was going to say orthopedic. Uh, orthoscopic knee surgery. Uh, it went well. Everything w- went uh, planned. They didn't see anything. ACL's intact. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not going to be coming back until he's 100% absolute. So Joe Flacco is, I believe, is going to be the guy to step in. In the meantime, Rashad Penny was a practice for uh, after a slight groin injury. He's been uh, milking himself for a little bit. Not Not milking it, but just, you know, taking it easy in general. And he's back in there, but his counterpart, Kenneth Walker, a little hernia issue. Uh, this just came out right before we actually jumped on this podcast. So we don't have too much info. Even Pete Carroll is like, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Uh, you're just going to have to wait it out and see in the next coming days. Uh, that's actually pretty nervous. <laughs> nervous. Uh, makes me a little nervous. Hernia, you might need surgery or something like that. Obviously, it's not too crazy, but there is definitely some time that he's going to need to heal. So probably mm-hmm. won't be there week one. Is That's what I'm seeing. Uh, Jameis Winston, this one's uh, making me a little nervous. Sorry, oh, Regan. Ahead, buddy. Dynasty, grab Travis Homer if you got the space for it. If if, if you're you depending know. on Penny and Walker, pick up Homer. Well, my team that I took over is James Cook that I had to draft in the rookie league, so maybe I'll go grab him. <laughs> yeah, you might need him first couple weeks. <laughs> yep. So, uh, all right, let's keep it rolling because um, there's quite a bit. Jameis Winston still day to day with an ankle injury. Um, started to do a little bit of uh, – I'm starting to get a little bit worried about him. They have not uh, ruled out him coming back to practice this week, but it's still up in the air. Chris Godwin, guys, looking good. Took his first <laughs> couple snaps. First couple snaps on seven-on-seven seven drills today. Uh, actually, today uh, ha- has not – he's not gone full speed yet. That's going to be coming up in the next couple weeks. They think uh, – he should, well, he's on pace to be there for week one, whether he's 100% or not. Um, I don't think they're going to risk it. So, um, but they, they're saying all, you know, all hands on deck at him in practice. I think this is a huge step. Uh, that was a very speedy recovery. So this is quite impressive. Uh, Miles Sanders not practicing due to a hamstring injury. Elijah Mitchell nursing a hamstring injury. I'll likely keep him out of all preseason games. 
Uh, I think we mentioned this last week, but I just want to make sure it was out there again. Darren Waller, he hasn't been around at practices, and we didn't know why. It was due to a hamstring injury that doesn't seem concerning at all, but they've just been taking advantage of the time. And there was a couple other ones. The the Browns, both their centers were put on IR. Um, I have to do a little bit more research on if uh, I believe it was their starting center. So that does not uh, vouch well for Nick Chubb. So mm. let's keep uh, let's look into that one a little bit. <laughs> but the, their backup also went down with a knee injury on IR. So great. Uh, according, according to the Patriots, they put Butler on the IR. Their white uh, their cornerback, and since they put him on before they made cuts, he cannot come back this season. So I'm guessing that's the same case for the Brown centers. So not too good. That that clears it up. There was a couple other little ones, but nothing that uh really jumped and made me actually think we needed to talk about it. So is there anything in here, guys, that you guys are freaking out about? I think the I think definitely the groin injury for Ken Walker, Miles Sanders, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, how unusual as 49ers running backs injured. Like mm-hmm. uh, Ryan, any of these jump off at you, or are you just like, we got we got time. I will I will say I mean, you got a little bit of time, but these soft tissue injuries right now it makes me a little nervous because now those can roll into week one, week two, week three, and before you know it, you're without uh, an Elijah Mitchell for three weeks or a Rashad Penny for three weeks, and that 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 can hurt you in the long the long run for sure. All right, just to just to throw one more out there. After you said soft injury, uh, soft tissue injury, I did remember that Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson both have soft injury, uh, soft <laughs> tissue injuries, and are not practicing this uh, well today. So uh, let's keep an eye on that. It didn't seem anything crazy. I, I bet you it's probably a couple like dead legs, bone bruises, uh, and they're kind of just like letting them relax a little bit. So still really early, and they also want to see what their rookies are all doing. So keep an eye out. <laughs> it sucks. This mm-hmm. sucks so bad. It, you good it with this, does. Mac, though? Yeah. yeah, I'm just all out on Waller, too. I just think he's going to yeah. be very limited. It's going to be nagging in them all, at least for the first half of the season. So I would avoid Foster him. Morrow, very productive last yes, year. absolutely. Very, very productive. Absolutely. Uh, check your waiver wire. <laughs> um. All right, guys. Thank you for that, Regan. Uh, that was... That was a mouthful. You all right there? You drink? <laughs> I was gonna say it, but I'm not gonna. I did it. good. That was that was quick. That was great. A lot of pressure. A lot yeah, of pressure. Nice and quick. Fast. I love it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So let's stop wasting time. Let's get to the rest of our QB thoughts, QB rankings, QB wrap up. That's the closest drop I had for something like this. So. Uh, I made it, <laughs> Ryan. What do we got for QB wrap up? What are we uh, What are we going to go through here? Yeah, we're just going to go over some uh, preseason awards, uh, if that's what you want to call them. Uh, just some some calls uh, early on here. So we're gonna we're gonna pick out a sleeper each of us. We're gonna talk about a guy we think is gonna bust this season, comeback player of the year, and uh, who we think is gonna be the best rookie quarterback of this class. Not to be confused with rookie of the year. Uh, so each of us, I guess we'll go through the sleepers right now. We'll just work down the list. So Reeks, who do you got as a sleeper here? Uh, so sleeper right here for me, I think this is a little bit uh, pretty easy other than the injury news. I just told you about him, but it's Jameis Winston. Uh, simple. I'll make it short and sweet, uh, for me, sh- shitload of weapons, Thomas, Alave, Landry, Kamara. Uh, this guy has everything right at his fingertips and 
you know, we he's made Mike Evans, he's made um, Chris Godwin at the same time fantasy relevant. Um, he can easily make at least three of these guys very fantasy relevant, and I'm excited to see what he does with it now that he has the ball in his hands the whole time. He's not having uh, Hill step his way or hopefully not another injury. So I think this is a pretty easy one. You're getting him super late. Uh, I'm not really – if it's a single uh, QB league, I'm probably not even drafting him, but he's a great, great play in a two QB league. So uh, mm. I love that. You get him late too in that. Very. Yeah, Consider. without question. Huge, mm-hmm. huge value there with Jameis Winston this season. Uh, Mac. Your favorite guy here. Who do you got? Uh, Tua. No, I'm pivoting. I'm sorry. I've said it. I've said it a ton. Oh my uh, god. Jared Goff. He's been a top QB, a top twelve QB in the past. In Detroit, go back and listen. Uh, he's got a good foundation. He has no competition behind him, so I'm not worried about him getting benched. Uh, small sample size, guys. But Anthony Lynn, once he relieved a play calling last year. Jared Goff was QB eight, 11 touchdowns to two interceptions on that final stretch. So keep an eye out him, eye out for him on the waiver wire uh, or bye week filler for you. See if he gets hot. Love it. Where do you, where do you have him ranked? Where do I have him ranked? Uh, you got to do that to me right now. <laughs> Tell you where I, I, I have him 19th. 25th. <laughs> little off on, there, a little off. On, he's a hey, he's a sleeper though, so that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, my guy here. I'm going to the uh, to the Bay Trey Lance, and I'm going to Trey because he's a dual threat quarterback. Uh, I'm sure our friend Allen would like to hear this. Uh, oh, yeah. Dual threat quarterbacks always have an easier path to the top twelve, more so than traditional passers. Uh, and this guy's got all the weapons in the world. He's got Debo. He's got Brandon Ayuk. He's got Elijah Mitchell. He's got George Kittle. Like he's he's got a good O line. He's got the right system, so he can certainly mm-hmm. exceed expectations. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a top ten. I wouldn't be surprised if he's even higher than that this season. Uh, so keep an eye on Trey Lance here, and you can get him late. Mac did it in one of his drafts. I did tenth uh, round. I could, probably could have waited another one, but I didn't want to take a chance. Uh, I don't know if he qualifies as a sleeper anymore. Ryan been getting a lot of hype out of camp. Sure design, has. Design runs for him, some nice bomb throws. So, yeah, you might have to get him before the double-digit rounds. That first week draft really played in your favor there, Mac. First week of August. That's why I'm actually a big fan of I'll take the injury risk instead. I'd rather get the guys at a better value. Agreed wholeheartedly. Uh, Reeks, I'm a big fan of your bust here. Mm. Oh, yeah? What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though I drafted him, you know, in like the 10th round in our other league, actually later. <clears throat> but my bus is Aaron Rodgers, guys. And I think just his name, he, other than our draft, it, it was weird. It's like they knew that I picked him, but uh, picked him for my bus, but he didn't go very early. And he was just sitting out there. Uh, he lost all his weapons, and meaning uh, Devontae Adams. <laughs> That's his one weapon. Yes, you know, I know he goes to his running backs, Aaron Jones, whatsoever. But he uses like no other wide receivers. This guy was his main goal line target. The guy is going to be lost without him. I think he'll do okay in general, but I don't think he has a chance to be in the top 10 without such a predominant player that he relied on 
every single play. So, and he's got he's got rookies that he hates working with. He's got Randall Cobb that's like fifty five years old. It's just not cool. I think this nothing, is going to become a running team. <laughs> nothing but praise for Romeo Dobbs from Aaron Rodgers, though. He's the mm-hmm. he's the next big thing. He has to. <laughs> don't quit on me. <laughs> I don't get why Aaron Rodgers is not suspended for tripping on acid, but players can't smoke weed. Apparently, <sighs> doesn't make sense to me, guys. It's really ass backwards. Yeah, it is. Mac, your QB7. Explain to me why he's a bust. Go ahead. He is a bust according to the expert rankings is what I'm talking about. QB2, Patrick Mahomes, ADP at the end of the third round. Guys, I don't think he will be able to sustain his, his success. He has way too many new weapons that he has to get on the same page with. He doesn't have that rapport with his other receivers. Byron Pringle, you didn't really start him maybe a couple weeks last year. Um, he lost him to Chicago, losing Tyreek Hill. All he has of his vets is McCole Harmon. Do we have much faith in him? And Travis Kelsey, who I'm hoping gets 200 targets, taking him in the second round this past weekend. So And Juju. And, well, I'm saying the guys that he is he used to before. playing with. So now he so now he has to get used to the same timing with Juju, which they're looking good. They are looking good. I haven't seen much of MVS though in training camp, nope. so that has me a bit worried. Uh, fade him. <laughs> Don't have to bother with MVS. Uh, pivoting from that, but yeah, in the third round, I'm not drafting him. If he does drop, okay, maybe fifth round, take a chance on him. But I just don't see him sustaining top five. Upside. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. I know we talked about this last week uh, during our uh, quarterback battle, but I have him at four right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he slipped just a little bit um, because it, it's, it is a new offense, new, new weapons. And uh, he, he's got to get, he's got to get used to that. And MBS, I, I'm with well, you there. Apparently, their okay. own line is doing really well. So that's much better than what he's been having to deal with scrambling around uh, the past couple seasons. And we all remember the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay and how he had to do that. So they've upgraded that. But, yeah, I just – I don't know what qualifies as a bust. I'm thinking of round If he's out of the top five, if he's a bust. Is he a bust out of the top five? Okay, I was thinking out of the top ten. But, all right, I'll take top five. You want to bet on it? Okay. <laughs> he's he's out of the top five. Oh season end. Season end. <laughs> I think I think he's a bust in round three in single quarterback leagues, even if he's quarterback one, quite honestly. Uh all right, my guy here, Dak Prescott, currently mm. quarterback number eight. And uh, I'm not sure why he's still continuing to get all this hype. I get it's a very pass-heavy offense. But when you're looking at the likes of Jalen Tolbert and TJ Vasher as your number two and three options, I think that's a bit concerning for any quarterback. Uh, And CD, he's shown flashes, but he hasn't put it all together consistently. Now he's going to have that number one corner. He's going to have that, that he's going to have a lot of attention on him. I just don't see it for Dak this year. Honestly, I could see him slip into like 14 or 15 here. No. Uh, they're going to pass a lot, but yeah, 
uh, we'll, we'll see. I like the call. Man, yeah. Not if they have two, two, two thousand, uh, two one thousand yard rushers. You never know. That's that could easily happen. Uh, maybe not easily, but could happen. <laughs> uh, Regan, comeback player of the year. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I think this is a pretty easy one, and it's Russell Wilson back on a, a team with you know. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> what did I call him last time with the Legion of Boom. <laughs> yeah, he, he did so well with a, a great offense, a great defense. That me, I mean getting on the field, having more opportunities. He's now back on a, a team with a great uh, defense in Denver uh, with great weapons. He has two very reliable running backs um, that are above average and better than most n- number ones on other teams. He's got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. He has all everything he needs. Uh, the coaching staff has come out and said that they're going to let Russ cook. Um, I don't think they use those exact words because probably plagiarism or <laughs> or something like that, uh, but let's ride. In, <laughs> in general, uh, I think this is a pretty easy one. Uh, what do you guys think? I love it. I grabbed him in the ninth round. I wanted that stack with Sutton. Uh, I'm oh, all for him. I'm I all for him. This I think I'm too low in my consensus rankings with with uh, Russell Wilson. So. I think with I think with quarterbacks, I think it's one of two guys here. And uh, Mac, I think your guy is kind of who I'm uh, who I'm thinking of next. Mm. Who's my guy? Uh, Lamar Jackson. He finished as the QB 15 last year. I'm projecting him at QB six right now, uh, but he was the QB seven through week 13. Then he got injured. So a lot of people are I think are sleeping on him. So I think he makes that at least seven spot comeback, uh, possibly even more. He might make the I top just, five. Yeah. He's a QB you can get that could actually be the QB one. I would agree. Rich, I, just wish he, I would just wish he had another reliable receiver. He has Bateman. He has uh, uh, Andrews, which is great. I love it, but I just wish you know they didn't get rid of Hollywood Brown or something like that. That, that trio would have been amazing, and then with him running, um, I maybe might have like uh, not liked their wide receivers with this the split, but he would have been unstoppable. So it, it's I definitely see this as a possibility still, without a doubt. The guy's an athlete and a half, uh, and still looking for a contract. So you're not you're not on on the uh, on board with the James Proch hype. Who? <laughs> he's in the hype train, man. He's looking cool, for shit camp. He's he's got a little got a little. Uh, soft tissue injury going on right now, but yeah. he's been looking good. Impressive at camp. Yeah, well, he's got to uh, get ro- off at the wrong train station, all right? He might. He might. <laughs> uh, I, I do agree. I agree with both of you guys here. Uh, just because of my rankings, I have Russ ranked third right now. Uh, I have him Ooh. taking a, uh, getting about a 13 position bump or whatever slot bump this year over Jackson's 10. I got him going from 15 to five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Russ for the very reasons that Reese said, uh, but. Max right. Lamar could be number one easily. Yeah. Uh, Russell would be my second choice for sure. I just, I'm thinking new offense. It might hold him back just a bit. It could. It certainly could. Uh, Reeks, this is what everybody's been waiting for. Best rookie quarterback. <laughs> this is literally the hardest one, too. And Who I'm really. Got? I'm going to go with Kenny Pickett, and I think it's really based on it's, he's. I think he's the only one that's going to get a chance uh, this season. Uh, you got Ritter in Atlanta. I, I wanted to sway him just because I like uh, 
the opportunity is a little bit better there, but I don't think he can beat up Marcus Mariota. And everyone hates Mitchell Trubisky, sadly. I don't know why, but it just seems to be a thing. It's it's sad. I, I you know, he's he just not that good. So I think it really is just based on him getting the opportunity. He's got great. He's got great. He's got great offensive weapons. You can't can't beat him about that. But he has a horrible offensive line. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that treats him. That's true. Matt, uh, Desmond Ritter is who I'm going with. So I don't know why you're throwing shade at him. I don't think Marcus Mariota. All right. Atlanta's going to be getting a top three draft pick. They have to see what they have in Desmond Ritter. Or they have to show off and treat him like Josh Rosen and trade him after a year. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. So I think him throwing, hopefully Drake London stays healthy. Uh, get back out there. And Kyle Pitts, he's he's going to make some big plays. So I, I'm banking on him because he'll probably be out there uh, for a trash team sooner rather than later. You can't I like Max. I'll oh, go ahead. I'll oh, go ahead, Reese. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, you can't knock me on them both having pretty good weapons. Uh, no, absolutely. Both it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Ray? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I like Max logic here. I do think because Pittsburgh put so much stock into uh, draft stock into Kenny Pickett there with the first round pick, uh, they're going to keep him. Where mm-hmm. Atlanta does have to see what they have with Desmond Ritter. So at a certain point in the season, he's going to get his chance and uh, we can see what he has. But at the same time, if Kenny Pickett keeps up his uh what 88% completion percentage there in the preseason, he might get a shot earlier than what, what we all expect. So uh we'll see what happens there. Uh I'm gonna say Desmond Ritter as well, though. Mm, not Malik Willis. No, but you know what? He looked he, Malik looked okay. He he, he he definitely looked like he's got a lot of things to work on, but he looked absolutely, okay. absolutely. Uh he made some good throws, some good runs, but then uh, some other some other moves that he needs to uh, work on. So uh, some risky plays that won't work in the regular season. Um, yeah, I, I noticed how you wrote on the doc rookie of the year for me. So I like what you did there. <laughs> uh, we're not talking about that, though. All right. Surprised you didn't write Zach Wilson. Mm, yeah. <laughs> He's not a rookie well, anymore. Can I get a mulligan on that? Uh, All right, let's go through uh, the QB consensus real quick for the takers out there. Uh, Josh Allen, number one. Ryan, you have a number two, you idiot. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) You don't think he can repeat three years in a row at the number one? No, here's what I think. I think Josh Allen has two games against the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots where they might be coasting towards the end where Justin Herbert's going to be in some serious shootouts in the AFC West. Or that will be Josh Allen going for the MVP title, but we'll see. Uh, Just touchdowns. (laughs) Exactly. Justin Herbert, Regan, and I have him at two. You have him at one. So, all right. I don't hate it. (laughs) I know way off. This one, we're off. We already talked about Patrick Mahomes, number three. in Our consensus, Tom Brady. Guys, are we worried about his O-line and Tom Brady not being at practice right now for personal reasons? Uh, It was number four. I'm a little worried, man. I might be dropping him. But the good thing is their defense sucks, so they'll have to be passing a lot as long as he can have some time. He needs at least... Two and, and a half seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. That's what he needs. Oh, God forbid. 
<laughs> the wide receivers are Julio Jones and Mike Evans who are getting old. So uh, Kyler Murray, number five. Ryan, you're the low guy on him. Number seven, DeAndre Hopkins is going to make him hit that bad, huh? I mean, it's certainly possible. His numbers weren't overly impressive without Hopkins last year. And then the mm-hmm. dude's always like nursing a shoulder shoulder injury like week 10, and then his stats kind of sure. taper mm-hmm. off anyway. Yeah, he was the number one for the first uh, half of the season, though. So we'll see. Uh, Lamar Jackson, number six. Russell Wilson here. Ryan, you have number three. Regan, you have a number 10. We should have had a QB battle with this. <laughs> Regan, explain yourself. Number 10, and you have him at comeback player. What are we talking about here? Yeah, well, because he was like 40 last year. I'm just surprised he he can beat out Josh Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, Murray, Lamar Jackson, just to name a few. That's pretty impressive. I I, I just don't see it. He hasn't behind Allen and Herbert, so. All right, whatever. Uh, And this is... (laughs) This is six point passing touchdown. We are recording on what day is it? August sixteenth. I didn't mention that at the top. So read the yeah, description. Say it at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's listening right now. It's all good. Um, so that's number seven there. Number eight, Jalen Hurts. I'm the high guy on him. Number three, Ryan at nine, Regan at eleven. You guys don't believe this offense, man? He looked good in preseason. He looked good. He did. <laughs> he did. Against second stringers, but still. Yeah, but he didn't have he didn't have AJ or Devonte, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't good. think so. Yeah, I know it was like Quez AJ. Watkins who caught the touchdown. So, uh, yeah, and then he got the hit out of bounds. So, got to be careful with that guy. Uh, Matt Stafford at number nine. It's basically where we have him. Except Regan has a number six. You're not worried about his elbow. Nope. Was that practice today? Looked good, and he's practicing again tomorrow. He's yeah. he's back. Guess he had to get some sort of injection in it, so he had to have time off yeah, for that. Every day, so. he gets it in his back. His back's been killing him since it broke, or whatever yeah. it was. It's gonna be in a wheelchair before he's fifty. Still um, slinging it at the cup. Sorry, we'll see. Drop it in the cup. Aaron Rodgers, number eleven. It's basically, we're all in consensus on that. Uh, Kirk Cousins sneaking into the top twelve, guys. I am sorry. I am at number nine. I have Oof. number nine. You guys, I'm at 14, and he is currently available on the waiver wire in our league. I, I saw understand. that. I, I already don't. have Rodgers and Herbert. I can't go get Kirk Cousins. I almost dropped Kenneth Gainwell, but then I saw the Miles Sanders news. I was like, I should just grab him just in case. And nope, I can't do it. Well, I, I, still- I want to make one, one counter argument to that is that he's at 14 right now, but we base our rankings off a of quarterback staying healthy. Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. never gets hurt, therefore mm-hmm. always winds up sliding up a few spots. Exactly. 12. <laughs> I just think this O'Connell there has just got to unlock, and he's going to get into the top 10 pretty high on him. So, hope so. Uh, we'll see. Alrighty, guys, before we get to leftovers, you takers out there, just like and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Be much appreciated. Uh, and download the episode and share our tips with your friends and family. Hit us up, sign our DMs, comment. We'll, uh, we'll get back to you. Uh, it's draft season, so tons of podcasts out there. If you are listening to us, it is much appreciated. You have plenty of better choices, I'm sure, but you're giving us a chance, and, and we appreciate it. No, all right. You got like five better choices, maybe. So you got the time. Uh, 
Leftovers. Regan, you have anything? Uh, right before we got on this podcast, I was watching the ESPN uh, fantasy show, and they're doing a, a mock draft. Twelve, I think it was 12-team or 14-team. And some guy okay. took Allen Robinson at the 401, and Waddle was still there. Pittman was still oh, there. God. I was like, what is this guy doing? I was like, I, this is it ruins fantasy. And some of their rankings I thought were just god-awful. They had like Josh Jacobs at like 21. Zeke was at like 20. I was, just careful where you get your facts from or your rankings. Because some of them, I just think they're looking for someone it's like to pique your interest. Like, oh, why do they have it there? Let's do some research. Clickbait. Exactly. I might have Josh Jacobs at low, though. I got to double check. Yeah. Here's my here's my leftover. Everyone knows how high I am on Josh Jacobs and how undervalued he is year after year. And Yahoo in my draft grade just straight up bashed me for taking mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs as my mm-hmm. third running back. I'm like, fuck you, it's Yahoo. You know what you know. You're challenging me. Challenge accepted. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> uh I got to my leftovers at the beginning, so I guess I'll just do one more. Football season for high school starting up this week. Practice. You boys better be ready. Be out there with my whistle. Yelling at you. Blowing away. I'm just blowing blowing all over the field. (laughs) And yelling. So I might not be able to record next week, guys. I might lose my voice. Thank God. Yeah, I'm I'm already feeling it. Been trying to warm up the vocal cords. A lot of blowing on the side. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of blowing. Uh, your mom was giving me lessons. Oh, man. Hey, Good you night. did it, Phil. Good yes. night. <laughs> well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.